and welcome to today's episode of the Pigskin Pulpit. I'm your host, the Sideline Statsman, and today we're talking the Super Bowl. Super Bowl preview for the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in Miami. It's going to be fun to watch. Can't miss it. This is going to be a battle of two classic play styles. This is going to be the battle between the air raid offense and the smash mouth offense. You're watching the air game take on the ground game. Defenses have to step up, and offense has got to do what's been kitting them here the whole time. There's easy ways to win. There's hard ways to win. A lot of different battles. Luckily, I am here to help you break them down and talk about how each team is going to win and who is ultimately going to take home the Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy. Before we get into this, let's talk about the history of the Super Bowl and how significant this is for each team. For the Niners, you guys already know, they've got five Super Bowl titles to their name. The 49ers have five Super Bowls to their name, courtesy of Joe Montana and Steve Young. Those two together brought them five trophies. The last time they were in a Super Bowl, Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl ring. Never again. Oh, and also Colin Kaepernick was wearing a uh, football uniform. So that's something to note as well. So you can tell it's been a while. The 49ers are back, and they have brought a lot of ammunition with them. They've got a three-back system they're running on offense with Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, and Matt Breda. Breda, with his ball security issues, has gotten less reps recently, and they have been given majority to Mostert, and Coleman. Mostert's been the leading rusher this season for this team. And it's hard to look at this and not see how the Chiefs can stop them efficiently and keep them from running all over them, having the Niners run all over them. It's going to be hard to fight that. And there's going to be ways, and I'll explain how, but if the Chiefs don't do exactly what I say, most of it's going for at least 100 yards and two touchdowns. So they have to be very careful. Let's shift over to the Chiefs. The Chiefs' historical significance, they haven't been to a Super Bowl in 50 years. 50 years since they've been to the Super Bowl. Let me put this in perspective for you. Their quarterback was Len Dawson. Lamar Hunt was still the owner and alive. And if you want to talk about how crazy this is, Hank Stram was still the head coach when they won the ring. They had to take on the Purple People Eaters led by Alan Page. It's been a while. 50 years, 1970. That Super Bowl was when they beat the Purple People Eaters to get their first and only trophy. So, what's different about this? Well, what I see is different about this game is that compared to how the Chiefs played at that time, which was balanced. The Chiefs' offense is strictly powered by the passing game. Sure, Mahomes can run with his leg and he can be considered a dual-threat quarterback, but the run game itself is almost irrelevant. 
It's more about the actual passing game. And for this episode and breaking this down, I have to go postseason statistics because there have been so many different trends I've seen. That way you'll see what I mean by passing game and running game difference. Mahomes comes into this match as the favorite to win, but in a way, their secret could be the defense here. It could be the defense. You want to look at the differences between Mahomes and that defense? Just look no further than Tyron Matthew and Frank Clark leading that team with Chris Jones. You got it. You got to think about this a second. Mahomes can do whatever he wants in the passing game, but the 49ers could always respond. So, in order to win this game, your defense has to hit the next level. Can't let them get any yardage on short passes or deep passes. Contain Debo Samuel, lock him down. You got to make sure the run game you you play close, you don't let anybody break through. It's it's a lot to do. This defense could handle it, but could they really pull it off? Back to what I was saying about the Chiefs and their historical significance here. The Chiefs offense back in 1970 was led by Len Dawson, who was one of the revolutionaries in the passing game and the forward pass itself. He was, he was more of a pocket passer than a mobile quarterback, which was becoming more and more common as time went on. He was on the same level of... of Vertical passing as Johnny Unitas. I saw him on the same level as Bart Starr. You really didn't see a lot of running quarterbacks as you started getting later into the decades. Especially when we hit the Super Bowl era. You saw them try to pull out of that. And that's the difference here. Len Dawson was never as dynamic as Patrick Mahomes is. So you have more to work with here with the Chiefs team than you did back then. So dare I say this is a more coachable game for Reed? Yeah. This is going to be an easier game for Reed to coach than it was for Stram when he took on the Vikings. This is going to be one of those games where you'll see Mahomes throw a 70-yard touchdown pass to Tyreek Hill, and then the 49ers respond, get halfway downfield, and then turn over the ball just to see Mahomes throw another 50-yarder for a touchdown. It might be, it might end up like that. It could be a complete beatdown. Just like when the Seahawks beat down the Broncos to get their first Super Bowl championship back in Super Bowl 48. So let's move on now to the Chiefs themselves. This Chiefs defense, when it comes to the run, has been spectacular. Y'all know the Texans had a great run game and a great running team. They had good running backs. They were dynamic. They knew exactly how to run their system. Well, it turns out the Chiefs defense held that running game and the Texans to 85 to 94 yards. They held them to 94 yards on the ground. They didn't even crack 100. And this is combined for rushing yards. This is Deshaun Watson Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde, all of them together combined, that's 94 yards. That's all they got. So they beat them, shut down that run game. Let's move on now into the Titans. They had to go play the Titans for the ch- to make it to the Super Bowl. You're dealing with Derrick Henry here. You're not getting by Derrick Henry. There's no way. Derrick Henry's one of the best running backs in the league. How are you going to take him down? 
his size and his aggressive nature is just not going to help you. Well, it did because no matter how good that Titans run game was, they held him to 85 yards total. That includes Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill, and Derrick Henry, and Deion Lewis. All of them together, 85 yards. So, the Chiefs can stop the run. They have the physical ability. They know exactly how to play to their advantage. The only difference is, with this team, is that the 49ers have more than one back they can use who each have different strengths. You want to make sure you exploit the weakness to its full measure to the point where they use their strength, which you know how to counter. It's all mental. Draw it up so you try to hit their weakness, make them have to go to their strengths, and then find use your counter to that strength and hit them right back. That way, you can take them down. They can't get any extra yardage. So, the Chiefs need to basically just stop the run with the best offensive line in the league. And that's the hard part. This 49ers team has been dominant on both the defensive line and the offensive line. I've watched all the film from last week, and I will tell you that seeing, physically seeing, just the San Francisco O-line manhandle the Packers as if they were a JUCO team. It was unbelievable. You watch these two teams, and you're thinking to yourself, how is that possible? Is it is it possible? I mean, I, I have no words for that. You you just watch both of them. And you see how strong, how smart, and how well the Niners offensive line finishes on plays. They finish their blocks until they're on top of them so they can't get up. They also make sure to at the same time, if any D linemen are coming by them, they're gonna go get try to get up and put them down too, so they can't even touch the runner, the receiver, the quarterback, you name it. They are smart, they play hard, and they know how to win. So in order to win that, you've got to somehow get by this line. And this line is very smart. I watched them pick up linebacker play this last week. Blake Martinez looked like a chump because of him, because of them. I'm watching Kyle Juszczyk jumping over linemen and picking up blocks on the linebackers just to open up holes for Mostert to burst away for 30 yards. This is what I mean. You've got to watch carefully and hope and just pray that you can block up the holes and force Mostert into a daze. Same thing for Coleman. Coleman's, Coleman's a downhill runner. Coleman, you can load the box. That's no problem. You're going to stop him. It's Mostert you got to worry about. He's shifty. He can make guys miss easily. And he doesn't, and he never stops moving his feet. His feet are always moving. I love his footwork. So you got to make sure that you know, and you keep him from making those plays happen. That means bring bring two guys up, make two guys have to come up on him, so it makes it harder for him to get by the both of you. That's what needs to be done. As for the offense, the Chiefs' offense is great. They've been great. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I saw them come back and drop 51 points on the Texans, and then they go ahead and they drop... I don't even remember how many points against the Titans. 
I mean, they were so dominant. But this is a different team. It's a different 49ers team. They excel in zone coverage, and they can stop the run easily. you got to ask yourself, how are we going to win this game as an offense? How are we going to maximize our opportunities and make sure that we keep scoring on every drive? Utilize more man-to-man plays. Exactly that. Mahomes needs to take the man-to-man plays and get those matchups up. Because if you watch, mostly excels in zone coverage. Sherman is the best zone corner in the league. And you watch carefully on Akella Witherspoon. And the man is decent at zone coverage. That's where they're the strong point. They know how to play zone well. Disguise it. Shift it to man. They know how to do it. But when you force them to actually play man coverage, that's where the physical dominance comes out and you see them get beat every time. You want to hit that on every point. If they're going to bring a blitz, you're going to make them, they're going to play man coverage. You're going to draw up a play that's going to force receivers and the tight ends to make some sharp cuts and get and get the edge. That's all you need. That way Mahomes can get the ball out within two seconds before the players can even touch him. It's quick, it's simple, gets the job done. Awesome. Now, on plays where they don't blitz and it's still man-to-man coverage and they drop and they have a and they have a they have a they have a zone where they come up, you want to make sure that you are watching Tyree Kill take on or Miko Hardman taking on Richard Sherman. Because I guarantee you that is the matchup of the game. Tyree Kill gets the edge on Sherman, you throw to Tyree Kill. I don't care if it's the smallest window out there. You are going to hit it and you are going to throw it. Tyreek Hill's going to catch it. He's going to get the yards. He's going to get the first down. Every time. Speaking of catches, none of this can go right if you don't catch the ball. If you catch the ball, you get the yardage. If you drop it, the play is dead. Simple football. Catch the ball, hold on to the ball, secure the ball, finish the play. I've been noticing all of the postseason drop passes. Kelsey's dropped a few. Hill's dropped a few, even off the punt. I've seen Hardman have some misses. The only receiver I've seen who has caught his passes and has done well is Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins has had probably the most reliable hands I've seen on this Chiefs team this year. And it's no surprise. Sammy Watkins has been the go-to guy since Tyreek Hill was went out with his uh, suspension. And now it's more it's now more than ever where you need these guys to step up, make these catches. I don't care if you gotta stay in the gym, you gotta practice with the training bands around the hands with the balls on them, sitting on your palm, so you have to make challenging catches with grip strength. It challenges your grip. I don't care if you got to sit in the gym and do that all day. Just make sure you practice so you can grab the ball every time. Mahomes is an awesome quarterback. He's got extreme velocity on that ball. I understand if you can't catch it every time, but that's why you got to train yourself to catch it. You guys got to step it up. If you don't reel them in, you don't hold on to them, it gives momentum and an advantage to the 49ers immediately. Let's go, Chiefs. This is all you. Let's shift now to the Niners. I mean, I think they're in serious trouble. Out the gate. I'm, I'm not holding back. 
the Niners are in trouble. But this is only because of their pass game. They need to throw at a higher level. You're relying too much on the run game. The Chiefs are going to figure you out eventually. If you don't mix it up, you won't win. It's just like every team. The Titans. You stop Derrick Henry. You force him to pass where they haven't practiced passing as much and plays as such during the season and the postseason. You force those plays. You make Tannehill have to throw. He's going to more likely make a mistake that you can take advantage of. He's going to have more incompletions and cause shorter plays and drives. Also saves you clock when he misses one. This is the same exact scenario. You stop the ground game, the best ground game in the NFL, you will win this game. That's the Chiefs. Now, in order to counter that, Jimmy Garoppolo has to hit Kittle more. you got to hit Kittle. you got to use deeper plays. You've got the best offensive line in the league. They block. They are blocking machines at run. They can pass block just as well. I need to see Jimmy stand in the pocket with poise and be able to make quick reads and get the ball out of his hand quick. If he can't do that, it's a lost cause. You've got to be at a high level to win this game. If you're at that level, you'll win. Again, this is about being dynamic. It's not about being about hitting just your strengths. You gotta make it so you mix it up, you're confusing. This is a chess match. If you keep sticking to what get what got you there, you're eventually gonna meet a team that can stop you and and isolate your strength and turn it into your weakness. That means you have to find a new strength just like that in the middle of a game which takes a while. By the time you figure it out, you're down 30 points. They've got to prepare this passing game. 100%. Garoppolo, step up. That just goes back to my other point, which is that he's got to be risky. Garoppolo, you got to be risky, man. If you got to make a tight pass on the right side, going deep to Debo Samuel... In coverage, throw it. Take the plays where if he's going deep, he's got a little bit of room, throw it, make the risk, and pray and hope he catches it. That's all I'm saying. You gotta trust your receivers more. You've gotta make a better throw. You've gotta take more shots downfield. The Chiefs do bring a lot of pressure. And that is why I'm emphasizing the passing game so much. If the Chiefs keep bringing pressure, you know the run game won't succeed. If they're bringing pressure, you've got to get that ball out quick. You've got to be risky with the throws. Even if it's in double coverage, you throw it. If you think you can fit it in, you throw it. If there's a little room, you throw it. That's what I mean by being risky. They're going to be bringing pressure on you a lot. You have got to get the ball out. In terms of the defense here for the Niners, keep the zone. Keep the zone. I've already exploited the fact that you can't play man coverage well. So you know the Chiefs are going to try to get you into man coverage, make you shift and call an audible. Stick to zone no matter what. 
Make sure you've always got somebody deep in case the speedy guys get by. You need that. The, main, the man coverage situations is where the receivers edge you out for easy receptions. This is the focal point of what I'm saying. Tyreek Hill, Nicole Hardman, Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, Travis Kelsey, all physical players who will box you out and make the catch or they will use their speed to get by you and make the grab. You need to play zone. You need it. No matter what. That's all I have to say on the Niners. That's all I have to say on the Chiefs. Only other note I'd give as advice is the Niners don't stop bringing pressure. The second you stop bringing pressure is where things go wrong. The pressure is what got you here. It's what it'll it's what's going to keep you in the game. Uh, Nick Bosa, DeForest Buckner, uh, Sheldon Day, keep it up. Make sure he cannot breathe, especially to you, Arden Key. All of you together. Arik Armstead. Everybody. Make sure Mahomes stays in the pocket. Comes out of the pocket, he's more likely to make a crazy throw, get a highlight reel play, and get a pass 50 yards downfield. The man defies the nature of a quarterback in the physics and the rules they teach you. Can't let that man escape. Keep him in the pocket no matter what. Close it in. Make it like a trap. It's the only way you're going to get him to make mistakes. Because you want to make sure you capitalize on Mahomes' mistakes and you guys can pick off the ball really well in the secondary. So, aim for that. So that's it. Chiefs, Niners, I told you what they're going to do, what they need to do to win, what's their weaknesses, what's their strengths, how to do it. Here's my prediction. This is going to be a close game. Obviously. You've got... Mahomes still throwing for 300 yards. You've got Garoppolo making the the proper decisions, being more risky with the ball. He's sitting at 250. It's about a mid to high scoring game. I'd say about the 30s and 20s. But ultimately, Mahomes edges it out only because his defense gets a crucial stop on the run game, on the running backs that gives them the win. It is not... On third down, it's going to be on a fourth down conversion. They're going to try to convert on fourth down. They're going to be stopped on a run play, and that's how the Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. They'll stop the run. They'll take the snap. They'll take the knee. Boom, they won the Super Bowl. This is just going to be a strong performance for Mahomes and the defense for the Chiefs, and specifically the defensive line. They're going to get enough pressure on Garoppolo. They're going to mix it up with some linebackers moving up. Coming in for some blitz situations. That's going to fluster Garoppolo, force a couple mistakes. We might get an interception or two. And that's going to be the main key into why the Chiefs win the game. So, there you have it. If you want me to give you a score, I will say Chiefs 34, San Francisco 28. All they need, That means they will lose by six points. That's my pick. That means Chiefs cover the initial spread, which was one and a half. In favor of the Chiefs. They will cover. So that's it, everybody. That is the podcast. That's the episode. I will also be posting to finish off the 2019-2020 NFL regular season series. I will be concluding it with another episode later this week and then our Super Bowl recap next week. 
So, at the end of the week, about Thursday, we're going to have an episode coming out about the awards, uh, predictions for MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Rookie of the Year, you name it, all the awards. I will break it down. I will tell you my prediction. Simple. Done. That's it. So, thank you all for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at tstatsman and on Instagram at the.sideline.statsman. We'll see you next time. Have a great day, everybody.